1: Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August twenty fifth. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm okay. I'm, I'm in what Cleveland. Was Why was that? What was that monotone response? I got somebody asked me the other day. Actually, Damon hacked before I was going on Golf Channel. He's like, you know, he got, he shouted Brendan, and he's <laughs> like, you know, Andy doesn't really do that that much anymore. It's like not as loud as or I don't know. as it's boisterous as it used to be. But that was a, a particularly monotone. I just was, you
0: know, trying to I, I'm in I'm in Cleveland. I'm in the greatest city in the Midwest, according to the co-host of this podcast.
1: Did I say that once? I think so. Yeah. I po- think you're probably just making that up just to, for your own content and for your own. It's a great city. You should be so fortunate. How's the weather? It looks good. It's you're in a hoodie. pretty terrible it means it's actually be been raining crisp. all day. It was blue skies when we did a call from there earlier. today. Well, I, I got stuck
0: at the baggage claim. This was unbelievable, actually. I got um, the plane lands. Thankfully, the plane lands before the weather. And uh, then lightning halts like the bags coming off. And I swear yeah. to God, people in airports, maybe this is just general barometer of our population, People were awesome. like pissed off. They're like, "Why aren't the bags coming out?" And they made an announcement. It's like there's lightning. It's lightning. Yeah. They, they want yeah. these people. Want people out there like in lightning, grabbing bags out of a of a metal plane.
1: And putting them on a metal golf cart yes. or whatever it is. Like,
0: I yeah. almost said something. I decided to, to to be quiet, you know, and just, you know, sit in the corner. <laughs> but I almost said something to, this, to these people that were complaining. They were getting all pissed off. Though. Can you believe, Can you believe the bags? It's like, yes, yeah, like lightning yeah. outside.
1: Yeah. We don't need somebody hey, to die
0: mic- so that your your bag gets out. To you, you know, it doesn't matter what what's going on. I
1: would like to see you say something there, so we could have some. You know, we could have one of those Zaire golf like fighting on the golf course videos, but fighting at the baggage terminal, and you were the subject of that uh, airport nightmares or whatever. But yes, you are right. I mean, there is a, and then when they came, did everybody crowd around the, the carousel? Oh yeah, like oh, jump yeah. right. Oh, this is the dumbest. Could I? And last week, I'm flying to Denver, we don't need more travel tales. What's up with the priority people one and two? Like getting in line, and like fifty minutes before boarding starts, just standing there. You're already priority. You're going to get now two. I mean two is a cattle call at this point. If you're two, you're basically it's like everybody in the. You're talking about it's United. Like, you're talking about United. Yes, because right? you it's know it's 156 on Delta, man field basically. There's diamonds yeah. and
0: all this stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But why are you standing up? If you're two or what, you're getting your spot. But it was like I'm talking like an hour before the flight. So well, separate things. Stand at the baggage claim. I know these are old bits. Here. I've stood in. I've stood before
0: and waited. Um, why? Well, like just I just that. don't want to
1: sit. Yeah, sure. I understand that a little bit.
0: Sometimes you don't want to sit,
1: and you got to stand somewhere. Old... Why
0: don't I just go stand in yeah. line? Sometimes, yeah. You're a little worried about getting the bag right above your spot. Like what can happen, especially if you're going on
1: go back. Oh you have
0: to you have to put it two rows worst. back and then it's like that's the then worst. you're fighting everybody to go
1: back. Yeah, that
0: there's the nothing worst. worse than that. <laughs> when your so bag is, is five rows back where you are and you got it. All right.
1: What's the etiquette there? i mean i think you're kind of toast that's your deal you no. chose to put your bag back i'm not letting you through i'm getting off you know what? i don't know what you the, know what what's etiquette bothers me there. is
0: like the immediate yeah. the people's immediate need to get like everything like i i get getting it sorted to a certain extent but like why is everybody got to get in the aisle why can't you just stay sitting for like five minutes longer
1: I like to stand when I'm able to stand, just to stand and stretch. I don't know a guy who like walks around during the flight much, anyways. But I, when it's time to, it's not because I need to exit asap, but I like to stand. Um, I don't have to if I'm not in the aisle. I'm not going to be like <laughs> pushing through to get to the aisle. But yeah, there's a lot, a lot of travel sort of quirks. I'm, that, a, that I'm are, a window seat sitter. I I like the oh, window. Interesting. Why?
0: I just I like to just get hunkered down in there i don't drink a lot of liquids and i just i'm, I'm in my spot and i got like i like having the wall is kind of like a thing to rest against and get away from people
1: i uh yeah i used to be and this is just travel friday here um <laughs> and then i got a back row window seat once And the person who was in the middle, let's just say burly boy, husky boy times like 100. (laughs) And it was like a four. It was a longer flight, like burl (laughs) in excess. And I and he sat down, he or she sat down. And I was literally like pushed up against the window, like curved with the curve of the plane. And I had like a four hour flight ahead of me. And I'm not someone who has like anxiety or really panic attacks you know good better no. and I started like really struggling like I was really struggling <laughs> and now like I have like on the off chance that ever happens again I just go aisle like uh, I'm talking like I was started pushed up against the window <laughs> like curving with the curve of the plane. And so uh, on the off chance that might happen, I I just I'm i I'm an aisle person now if I have the choice. But
0: uh, um, yeah, this is travel. I was going to get the window seat pet peeve. Is that if I'm exiting, if if my row's exiting and I'm on the window, it is not like I'm not wasting any time. All right. I want to be clear. This is not me dilly dallying and creating a pocket here, but I can't stand when someone jumps in between me and the person that I'm behind, it drives me insane from the row behind. That is, that's like oh, something yeah. like I, I like, I just cannot, I, that's maybe the Those thing that can annoy Those me, are, yeah. annoys me more than anything in life is that.
1: Those people who race up, they like snuck like three or four rows in before they get boxed out or whatever they think they could do that. They are absolute they're morally depraved as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> those those are some of the worst people. All right. They tra- deserve stink eye and maybe even public uh, shaming. All right. Travel, Travel Fr- Friday. Well, the other
0: thing that bugged me is when I did the math today, and this is not I'm not this is the second time this has happened to me in the last three weeks. You know, these when you're in Chicago and you go to Cleveland or Minneapolis or St. Louis, uh, these cities I've been frequenting, there's always
1: you're always on the on the border of do I drive or do I fly? Right. And door-to-door, it's almost always pretty comparable. It's just a matter of, yeah. You get
0: get get popped with one delay on something like this. Door-to-door, you wasted time. And today I was looking at us like I
1: wasted a couple hours here. Really? Okay. All right. Well... It's not. Yeah, whatever. Separate, separate debate. All right. I'll be driving up. I'm driving from Maryland to uh, Cleveland on Saturday, I think. So uh, we'll be there for the uh, Canton. Can't wait for you to to show
0: me around this uh, this great city.
1: I don't know if I have a lot. You love Cleveland. You like twisting, like trying to pop me here. But I think you're a pretty big fan of Cleveland. Prior to knowing me. I am a fan of Cleveland. Get out of here.
0: I flew over the dog pound.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's sort of a sanitized dog pound. I don't know. It's pretty, it's like, it's as much the dog pound as the BMW, as the Western Open <laughs> at this point, I would say. It's just really been, it's not what it was, once was. I have to know? say, the, the, lake,
0: the, lake Erie didn't look
1: good. There was a big, big race. Oh, get that, get out there of like here. There's like a
0: big, lots of brown liquid pumped oh, so, into the lake. This
1: the most, this most amateur out the, I mean, get the fuck out of here. Didn't look good from the sky. This is the most. Was ridiculous statement all right at the uh who does look good i don't know colin Morakala, 61 uh to open at east lake I, I still you know we're watching it as we record here i still um, don't think he can win scotty scheffler <laughs> all right that's just that's just bullshit that's as much as the lake your analysis of the he's lake he's gonna shoot 72 30, tomorrow to- well, I, I mean, saying he can't win when he's he's currently one shot off is just not like you, that's Wait, just you, saying he's anything. He's not going to
0: shoot sixty one every day.
1: I understand that. This is the, that, this is the way Scotty golf works. He's going to shoot seventy tomorrow. That's tr- probably you know maybe true, but to say he can't win is not just just a, a bridge too far. Um, he's one shot off. Ooh. God, Brian Harmon jabbing it around with his spaceship putter. Um, he's one shot back of Scotty Scheffler, who has four holes to play as of this recording late Thursday afternoon. Um, Scotty opened gamebusters Buster's rolling in a 32-footer. He just goes to the first tee covered in sweat. Entire shirt is just soaking it's wet soaking already. Wet. Not even before he's had a shot coming out of the tunnel. I'm not
0: going to lie. It's hot everywhere um, right now. <laughs> it was
1: like It is. It is. But Uh, it's always going to be hot here this time of year. Opens with a birdie, rolls in a. Uh, I saw someone like saying they'd been to, I think it was Robert Mays. They were on like a training camp tour and like every stop they've had, he's been to like in a row has had the record. He's been just like <laughs> getting popped. Every stop is like 95 in Minnesota or something. Just can't get away from it on his training camp tour. Uh, so he rolls in a birdie at one. I think he had a 32 footer at number four, off and running. Looks like he could win by, I don't know, seven shots or something with his, his big lead. Uh but he's fallen back. He's made three bogeys since then. Leads Morikawa by one shot. Uh 61. So this is running right up against in the face of your take from Wednesday that it was a four horse race or something like that. Um
0: I I'm not I'm not backing down from that. The the way golf tournaments right. work, it's four rounds, there's fluctuations. You don't shoot little ones every day. And I think that this is this that this is gonna normalize. I think Scotty could still win this by 10. He's getting his bad round out that. of
1: here. Uh, maybe. Maybe. The way you said that, the way golf tournaments work. It's like I don't even know if I consider this a golf tournament anymore. I'm so like <laughs> flabbergasted with what to even tell people this is when they walk in the room and they're like, "Oh, he's, you know, 12 under through 5." I just don't like my one and done picks are using the staggered leaderboard. And I'm just mad as hell about it because I'm in third and a bunch of people at Scotty left to use. I'm so mad. Like this is not the way golf works for 51 other weeks of the year. This is bullshit. I'm so mad. Uh, But I do, you know, there are actual scores being posted irrespective of the leaderboard. And I get your point that 61 could be. You know, set 70 tomorrow. Like, uh, um, honestly, honestly I, here's the thing. Tank. If it was a regular golf tournament
0: with regular scoring, would it be surprising to see Morikawa shoot 61, 70, 70, 69?
1: And you'd be uh, like, oh,
0: that was a good week. You just didn't have it after the 61. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I look mean, at, is, look at Victor Hovland. R67
1: or something by the end of the week. Hovland it shoots like a it. Could be a lot of
0: 61. And today he's yeah. hitting it great. He's fly. He just he's not making anything. That's the way it works. One day you make everything. The next day you don't make everything.
1: Keegan Bradley also seven under 10, 10 under for the championship. Coming from your you know outside your four horse race deal, one That's shot. Fine. Back, I'm not. I'm not giving up. I'm not. I'm spot. not afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not backing down. If I'm not letting if you bully me off won the team. FedEx Cup. Do you think it'd be reflective of the season long uh PGA tour circumstances of the season long <laughs> PGA tour? If Keegan Bradley walked off with whatever it is, $20 million.
0: If you consider the PGA tour season in a vacuum without the majors, it's not unreflective. Now, if you could cons- if you eh. I think the tour should start to take the majors, the majors shouldn't count towards the tour. I don't think they should get to claim them as part of their season. <laughs>
1: because uh, okay. it's completely I mean, different like, golf yeah yeah they go around claiming everything i mean come on the, 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 why would they not cl- i thought it was interesting they announced like scotty scheffler is the current players champion but like nothing else they claim them when they're convenient but yeah, that's you know, what I'm saying. they're promoting their product fund announcers aren't announcers aren't allowed to mention Ryder cup or masters I mean, if Keegan wins the FedEx Cup and then doesn't make the Ryder Cup team, that'd be an interesting dynamic too. That would be another another hole in the FedEx Cup when, when you can't when you can win the Ultimate Super Bowl and you're not even one of the top twelve to go overseas three weeks later. That would be a big pop to the Courier Cup. Well, it would be um, a real pop, prestige, you know, That's, it be. and maybe a realistic scenario. I don't know that he wins it. If still, he's in the. You take him.
0: He has so, to be anyway. in
1: if he wins it.
0: He would be in the top. T- Why? He'd be in the top twelve of points, and he'd be the Fed. He'd have won three times in the last calendar year. He'd have to be in. He'd have to. There's
1: a this lot is- of names. A lot of names for that spot. It's hey, waiting too much of one week at the end there.
0: Can I? Can I present you a best case scenario for for your disdain of this tournament? It would be a bad scenario for me and my take, but I'm going to present. Am it. I
1: okay? Am I the one that's disdainful of this tournament? Yes.
0: Yeah, you just talked about it. Are right? you? you? Didn't like it. Uh, you know. Well,
1: I just think it's just goofy. All right. Go I might ahead. be
0: coming around on it now. <laughs> that is
1: okay. <laughs> you got hours and hours of testimony <laughs> to the contrary, but I okay. <laughs> Let's go. All right. What would be the worst case? or the best case. Scenario? The best
0: case scenario here is Adam Shank wins the FedEx Cup. <laughs> He's, at eight, the rocks he's today. at eight under. He played thirty-two times to en route to getting into Eastlake. He shouldn't have been. He wouldn't have been there on a per point event basis. He was like forty seventh and per point per points event. This is this is what we need oh. as a society to get the overall. That he is the change agent this weekend. If Adam Shank, with, oh. if Adam Shank can win this thing, <laughs> the change he is going. It is going to blow up the FedEx Cup as we know it.
1: We'd have the Shank rule. You know, this they <laughs> would absolutely change everything. People Scotty will be like, "Wait a second! One. You
0: can't just play every week and get into this." And then we can't. With, we cannot provide a system that rewards this.
1: Man, did he just three foot? I mean no he almost hit it to the other side of the hazard on that par 3 the whatever I can't tell um, any hole apart 15, from each other at 15 they're all the, the same three. yeah 15 that's one of the I mean, three i know absolute hard yank left almost the other side of the hazard middle of the water uh so i think you know we're looking like we're going to give at least one maybe two back here at 15 par, par 5 so he to hit finish. it in the water could have first round leader yeah oh yeah well that's fine oh, i mean i'm still not backing first down first round from leader more cow and Keegan. He, they, okay.
0: those guys all don't right. still still don't have a chance
1: all right so should we just spend the next like basically 54 hours just rooting our absolute asses <laughs> off for adam shank just become like the biggest sort of shank of files and uh diehards that he could ever have anticipated when he started his career or even this season. Let's just let's rally everybody to pull for Adam. Shank. If
0: you want change want? in the FedEx Cup, if you don't like the FedEx Cup, Adam Shank is your candidate here this week. He is the guy I that you have honest. to be pulling for.
1: I think the FedEx Cup exists purely For people to bitch about and suggest changes at this point, because I don't even know if there's an actual solution out there anymore.
0: Well, I just—I was thinking about this the other day. How silly! We're gonna
1: holler about it no matter what.
0: How silly would it be if 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 it was the Kia playoffs? Was the NBA playoffs? How is this not like the PGA Tour playoffs presented by FedEx Cup? FedEx
1: because of money but it's, it's, no the belt, other league
0: no other league would crumble the way that the, the the pga tour did and just give away the name like oh. this is the existence what happens when fedex like, isn't the sponsor anymore are we get what are we gonna call it then
1: the cup yeah i don't know it's, uh, it's yeah. just
0: it's just it's maybe the first problem with this whole thing was that it was a it was a sponsor it was a sponsor activation from the start that should have been the sign right then that it would never amount to anything significant in
1: the game of golf. I just, I, I think we just t- twist ourselves in a pretzel. There's no, po- there's no good solution out there. Um, let's transition. Hey, I want. I,
0: I might be in on this because I, I feel like there's a psychological burden that's real with the, with the minus ten. Is JT this like the, JT The worst goal in about hockey it. is
1: a two-goal lead yeah, or something seems, like that. that seems kind of like thing. it's a
0: real problem for guys. I feel like we're getting to the point where we're starting to get like a little bit more than just like, well, this is what happened this year. It's like nobody seems to play well with that that lead. Oh,
1: uh, how many have won it since we've done the staggered start? Cantley did playoff pat, right? Didn't <laughs> he get it across the line? <laughs> Well, that's why he's playoff pass. You know, play he's unburdened off, by Playoff
0: his. P's been liking some uh, Instagram, fried egg Instagram stuff. Maybe, oh, maybe he's a fan.
1: Oh. Well, we're a fan of his clothes, and you can purchase them at bdratty.com. Use the promo code SGS30, uh, and you get 30% off. I would highly encourage you to peruse the collegiate section. Uh, ahead of college football Saturday week zero beginning but week one really you've got you know you purchase it this week you should have it in for week one in September get a nice little layering option they've got a bevy of schools they're adding more and more I think they've added Illinois have they not I, I think they did for for big Bert Bielema's uh wait what is they this? got this Illinois campaign they were work I thought they told us they were getting it I, I think know. they they might have it. i think they, not they have it all? yeah I, yeah they got it oh they got man it. they got it in there i gotta yeah. get
0: some of that i'm yeah. gonna go on there and they use uh sgs some. 30
1: unbelievable there you go ready for the new line eye. what's the prognosis for a line this football oh. they have a quarterback or anything well i, they lost I think it comes down to this draft. um
0: this uh transfer, transfer they got from sure i think he's from the sec i can't remember but um I'll tell you what. I saw that Dane Brugler, you know, the draft guy. Yeah, yeah. He put some social graphic out a couple weeks ago about top defensive linemen, top five defensive line prospects in in college football. Illinois had two of them, two of the top five.
1: That's awesome.
0: I mean, like, you can't be that bad if you've got... Two kick ass eh,
1: linemen. Eh, I like it's amazing, but I don't know that well, that's enough to like, listen, like, you need a real change agent. You need a shank under center <laughs> to like be a good team. Listen, change agent shank. I
0: don't think you understand what like awesome is by Illinois standards. Like if we're eight and oh, four, oh, we're totally we're through I'm not, the moon. Like eight and four is like a yeah, totally. party in time. Like if we're playing meaningful football, in October, I'm happy. If if October game has any consequence whatsoever, I'm a happy Illinois football fan.
1: Totally. I think it's really exciting. Oh, That's God. really great that you have two top five D tackles. It sounds like you'll be rumbling and stumbling up God, the gut. I can't wait stuffing. to get this strategy gear. Yeah, there's some good stuff. Oh, so they have a bunch, of, got my bunch Russ, of schools. Whether oh,
0: it's, the, crew neck, the the crew blue, neck. The I, blue yeah, with yeah. the orange. Hell yeah. I might buy like Classy. five of these. In case they lose the license, dratty. you know, I don't want them to lose <laughs> the license.
1: Why? Because you don't think they're selling enough Illinois and they're going to just, uh, this isn't worth <laughs> it? Or what are you trying to say? No,
0: no, we're going to, um, we're going to, we're going to get, get this. I'm, I'm, I'm texting sales. this right now to the, to the,
1: uh, to the, to the chain here. Okay. Uh, you go to bdratty.com. Peruse the collegiate, bunch of Big 12, a bunch of some Pac-12 RIP or whatever they may be, future Pac-12, future Big 12, future Big 10 teams, a uh, bunch of SEC teams. Uh, even if you're not a football fan, they've got the NYU Bobcats. I don't know you know, if they have a football team or not. They probably do. You could go to them, Qu- Quinnipiac, other schools like that. So a wide range of selection. Um, in addition to their usual stuff, the, the uh, Dratty Sport, boxers layering options if you don't want to do the school but what i love is that you know it's a piece of clothing that we already love uh we know it's comfortable we know it's classy it's good looking and then you can also represent your team in the same way go to beady.com use the promo code sgs30 thanks for their support
0: all right all right I got i'm gonna i'm gonna fire a question out off to you give me the three ways
1: three possible ways rory heard us back They've already said it.
0: Oh, yeah, really?
1: I think they said it was working out, lifting weights, oh. doing something in the gym. What were you gonna suggest? Something or, or toward? I think like the kids. Number one. Yeah, sure.
0: I got a three-year-old. I feel like that that screwed up my back.
1: Hmm. Absolutely. That's that's a possibility. Lifting, working out is another one. When you you know you start to get older. He's pushing his mid-30s, you know. Once you start giving it a little extra gear in the gym, things don't maybe respond as much as they used to.
0: Maybe he was cleaning his pool like Bryson was in that one video.
1: The other way is like boating. Maybe he was jet skiing <laughs> around Jupiter or something like that. Hit a big wave. <laughs> yeah, that's a good... You know? Just running a rough shot all around the seas, the high seas, you know, I assume he's got a dock or access to a boat, unlike you know maybe he's not a boatsman like I am pulling the <laughs> pulling the boat in on the lake, uh, but that could be a potential one, but apparently it's in the gym. I uh, guess that's
0: kind of less boring. I was hoping it was gonna be something else,
1: well, maybe it's cover for something else, you know. Maybe that's just the default answer that they're, they're picking up
0: groceries,
1: you know, something like that. I, w- I wanted something super relatable. Yeah. Uh, so I guess my question is Does this need to be disclosed in this era of gambling before? 15 minutes before he tees off when most of the field is already on the course. So the first round has started. He's the second to last heat time. We basically know nothing of this injury that happened earlier in the week. It didn't happen Wednesday morning or Thursday morning. Um, It happened early in the week. I guess no one saw it or he hadn't been hitting balls or didn't play practice rounds. I'm not sure how it evaded the first three days at Eastlake. Gambling seems to be a hot topic here. Uh, You know, after Max Homa was, Heckled by the ruffians in the Chicago area, just like classless Chicagoans shouting about gambling and telling Max Homa to miss it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not throwing you all in one bucket. There's ruffians everywhere, um, but you know, on one side of their mouth, the tour is talking about. How you know they're just ramping up security? The police state is coming to the PGA Tour. There will be swift and immediate action to protect the integrity of the competition. Uh, they said such interference is not rampant, uh, but they're they're ramping up security and vigilance on this issue of people shouting so they win their parlay or whatever it may be. So they're talking out of that side of their mouth. On the other side, like the NFL or the even the NBA. Shouldn't we be made aware of player statuses when it's very clear that this was not a uh, a brand new injury that crept up on Thursday morning? Are we violating HIPAA or something like that? If we start to get into that territory, it just feels like they want to embrace gambling only when it's convenient.
0: Yeah, I think if uh, for for people gambling, it's probably probably important, right? It's important for you and your one and done league, you know, Um I think the the gambling thing with golf is always, is always was going to be a little clunky, a little tough, just because of the nature of the sport, the traditions of the sport and everything. And, you know, the setup of the league, right? This isn't a, you know, uh, it isn't an owner slash player driven league. It is just strictly a player driven league. And you know what players don't want to do is tell people how they're feeling, you know? Um, yeah. So I drank too much. Yeah. I'm on over things like that. Maybe that's maybe that's maybe picked up a UPS UPS box and it was a little too heavy. That's that's what happened. (laughs) But yeah, I don't Um, know. I I, I think it's a it's a difficult question for golf. Like, what is it going to be? Is there going to be like a Tuesday injury report? You're going to go through I, 156 look, players. You're going to have to check in with the injury entry, yeah. entry attorney.
1: I just like gambling isn't the most important thing to me personally, but it seems to be just about the most important thing to the tour these days. Close. Aside from, you know, survival. So how important is it? You can't have all the good and then just not impose some sort of like standard sort of not regulations but guardrails around it if it is such a priority i i i, I don't know this was easily uh, readily available information so um, you want to know the other thing
0: that's messed up about this and this happened with the d with dj a few years ago I and mean, it doesn't yeah. look like he's gonna bomb out he's now one under he might get to the lead yeah, by the end of this he might be might be uh you know my take might still stand. Look at that, Victor's at the top now. You guys haven't beaten anybody Probably. yet. But anyways, you know, it's one round. You guys, everybody's. I got, yeah. I got, there I got, go. I got somebody associated with the broadcast coming at me, running at me on a text chain right now about. But anyways, well, you're just go ahead. Not stand it down. But the other thing that's the issue is Rory gets hurt and say he can't go on. He then historically is is marked the 30th best player of the year by the stupid statistic that was made up. Like people will look back when you're doing research and be like, oh, he
1: came in 30th in the FedEx Cup that year? What happened? Do we know that for a fact? Yes. Or does he stay at 7 under and then the boys that just flail around behind him and can't get to 7 under, he finishes ahead of them? No. Because he started at 7 under.
0: He, he goes, goes back
1: to 30, W-D, to 30. post scores okay.
0: and that's not right that's post. just like yeah very poor it'd be like oh you know what the oh time, let's just take a, a pitcher pitched great he won 22 games but he couldn't he hurt his he hurt his elbow and couldn't go the last start of the year so he's he's now the you know Worst pitcher of the remaining. I don't know. It didn't really work. That cross re- sports <laughs> reference didn't didn't land that plane there. That's but, all right. That's all but, right. But That's, you know what I'm saying? I it's understand like, what
1: you're saying. Yeah. It's not reflective of anything. The final point. Yeah, the final this, standings all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. These
0: standings are also a historical barometer as much as we make fun Maybe. of them. Like you we, it used to be the money list when we did those spotlights. Right. It was like, hey, he had eight seasons in the top 10 of the money list. It is now, whether we like it or not, the FedEx Cup. And it seems absolutely banana land that you could get hurt and then you could be the number one player in the in golf. number. You could win 10 events. You get hurt in the FedEx Cup, the finals of the FedEx Cup, and then be remembered that for the rest of time as the 30th best player of the year.
1: Um, Do you see, uh, I think it was in a no line up tweet, tweet that live guys have been removed from the all-time money list really on the pga tour website oh, like phil's just not there well it's like what are they like just a stupid you know what the thing. other like, thing about that happen? what are you talking about they're
0: just giving away exemptions yeah. there's going to be some guy mean? that gets an all-time money
1: list exemption because of that oh <laughs> sneaks in yeah. yeah a top 50 there's downstream
0: impact like every decision that this the tour makes has has downstream yeah. ramifications oh. that I feel like are rarely thought of. Con- Considered. Like yeah. this one. Like the, oh. the fact that you could be the 30, like you could have a great year and then you play bad one week and then you're remembered at all time as the 30th best player on tour that week, that that year. It's just eh, banana land. Maybe.
1: maybe. All right. Uh, one thing that has been considered is SGS Golf Advice. We've gone through the emails. We've thought about ah, them. We've considered yeah, a few for this week. And uh, SGS Golf Advice at Gmail is the uh, address. You can send all your notes there. Um, look, we got a lot. Look, we got tagged into by a billion people that Blocky e did the you know the home tour. Cribs, Blocky, e, whatever it is. Like We saw it. We're aware of it. I never watched it. But so many people sent us emails and tagged us into that. Uh, so we, we were aware of that one, but if you have another question, send it to sgsgolfadvice at gmail.com. Do you want to lead us off? What do you got here?
0: Yeah, I got, I got one. Um, oh, you want me to jump in? Oh, I got this. In? I got uh, how, All right, go. How did you name your kid? This is good.
1: Cause I'm in Cleveland. How did you name your kid? Hey, you want to know a good submission? What? This is a separate DM. There's some guy in the Arizona Diamondbacks named Paven Smith. And somebody we were with was joking. He was at the game. He's like, I bet that guy's named after Corey Paven. Turns out he is named after <laughs> no. Corey Paven. Paven Smith for the Diamondbacks, who are, I think are leading the NL West or were, is named after Corey Paven. Kind of incredible. His first name's Pavin. All right. Wh- what's your email about well, how do you name your kid? My wife recently got a new job and with it has made some new, a few
0: new friends, one of whom likes golf. She wanted to invite her friend and her husband out for a casual nine holes of golf at our club, which, which I was fine with. Turns out the friend's husband is from Cleveland, loves the land and all of its sports teams to the point of wearing an old Guardian's hat on the golf course. Which, fine, uh, fine, whatever.
1: Uh, that is many people from, <laughs> that is most people from Cleveland. So go ahead.
0: Um, but when the conversation God, turned to kids, it turns out their youngest is named Baker doing the math, doing the,
1: oh. oh,
0: doing the math, his age lines up a year after dra- the drafting of the former Browns sure. number Abs- one pick.
1: Yep. Oh yeah.
0: I wanted to ask, sure. so did you name your kid after Baker Mayfield so bad, but I bit my tongue as I didn't want to seem accusatory or like I was mocking him and his wife for their choice, especially while we were enjoying a casual nine holes during the evening. I I have to say
1: that's, that's good self-awareness there. I have to, you know, good restraint. I mean, the the answer is unquestionably. It is named after Baker Mayfield. The guy's a big sports fan. This is a very simple Cleveland mentality. And that, yes, it absolutely, this, I saw this happen on, you know, this was a, Yes, this was a thing. As a, phil- a fellow Midwesterner,
0: Baker. I've got no problem with the support of a city and its teams, but I've now stu- I've stuck now wondering if they did name their child for Baker Mayfield. I've asked my wife to ask her friends so she can report back later. And I guess the bigger question is if that kind of naming uh, is that kind of naming acceptable, or if asking someone how they arrived at a certain name okay.
1: I think you could ask how you arrived, right? Like, how'd you get come up with, like, is he named after Baker Mayfield? I mean, the problem is now he's got...
0: You guys named... That I That origin turned, story I turned was a good on to, one
1: to tell for about a year, and then it just wasn't.
0: I turned so, on to, you know, your city time. named a street
1: after him. What do you I mean? I was
0: driving down Mayfield Road
1: today. Oh, get out of it. Mayfield, Mayfield's been there forever. It goes from Little Italy all the way out. I'll show you around Mayfield if you want. Some good stuff. Mayfield uh, Country Club. That's not a bad med I place. have wanted um, to see
0: that place. It was in, the, you know, Robert Hunter wrote about like the best courses in America in his book. Yeah. yeah. Like he called it, I think he described it as like the links, the first rate links or links of America. And it was. It was like the usual suspects: Pine Valley, Marion, you know, uh, yeah. National Golf Links of America, you know, you, San Francisco yeah. Golf Club, and then there's like two real outliers on the list. One of which is Flossmoor Country Club in Chicago, which is awesome. Chicago. It's an awesome golf course. Um, yeah. it's really cool. It kind of renovation got kind of botched. They've got a few non original holes, but it's a really great golf course. And then the other one yep. is Mayfield in Cleveland. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. I always think That's about nice. that. And I've always just w- wanted to see Mayfield, not Sandridge, which everybody talks about Sandridge. I want to see Mayfield. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, they they merged at some point for financial reasons. But yeah, Mayfield apparently very hilly, hard, to, hard, brutally caddy course, brutal caddy course, which could mean it's quite fun to play. But, not a lot of four all right. catty holes. Um, so here's the. uh I mean, here's the safeguards. Just name them after some obscure, like, 1995 U.S. Open champ, like Corey Pavin. And so that that way, the name just kind of, it is what it is at that point. The die is cast on the origin story. And, you know, whatever, unless ba- Corey Pavin commits some heinous crime or something, you're good. Baker may feel the their hand. It's a little too soon to probably, you know, the kid's got to live with that name for the next 40 years. But I think you're perfectly within your rights to ask, how'd you come to that name without getting too into specifics
0: yeah maybe not maybe not right off the bat after he's telling you all about cleveland sports could be like a a, a third or fourth you know
1: hangout question right yeah i wonder if there's any Deshauns coming out or you know the better thing a little riskier proposition
0: i think the better angle is just to ask the wife
1: yeah either either is fine um, all right. Hey, another email. My first. F- f- go ahead. Couldn't you see Paven
0: becoming a big, trendy
1: name? I could. I mean, I could see anything at this point. There's some crazy bullshit that people are coming up with that making trends. You know, some of these names are just ridiculous that I don't want to offend anyone by suggesting which ones I think are ridiculous. But yes, I think I could see that.
0: What's, what's your favorite one?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to offend anybody all right my first father's day is coming up in a couple of weeks so this is a foreigner uh, not a uh, oh yeah i read this one this was august 23rd read my wife has just leaked plans she's made a long weekend on the mornington peninsula outside of melbourne so australia she's booked me in for two so prepaid prepaid that's a critical detail she's booked me in for two early morning tea times the sunday and monday for myself while she looks after our son We'll then meet back together to spend the rest of the day lunching and exploring. How lovely! What a great weekend for Father's Day and, and down under. My dilemma: she's booked me into play at quote the brand name golf resort Muna Links. We'll put it out there, or as the website boasts, quote the only course purpose built to host the Australian <laughs> Open. That sounds uh, that sounds dicey. I don't know, and quote the longest course in Australia who the emailer wisely adds, it's hardly criteria I would praise as in search of good golf. Given the peninsula is bursting with high quality golf, is it okay slash will I seem ungrateful to ask her to try and get a refund and book myself in to play St. Andrew's Beach and or the Dunes uh, and or Port C. Uh She's obviously out a lot though into the weekend and found a course she thinks will be great. What do I do? This, so this is the reverse of the guy like who made that prestigious uh match play event and like was trying to figure out how to like something he really wanted to play and get permission from the wife versus, you know, the wife has set him up with the golf. And how do you do the reverse and say like ah well, my I think first... he made a mistake here, which I think is much more easier to approach.
0: Oh, yeah. Way my... easier. My first thing would be, yeah. are you staying at that resort like the Muna resort? And if you are, you, yeah. there might be complications with like a stay and play kind of deal. And and then I would just say, just go play Muna. Right. You know, you, your wife's planned this yeah. whole thing. But if it, if that's not the case, then I think it's perfectly fine to be like, hey, you know, I really appreciate you doing this. I just switched my tea times. You could just, you probably. It sounds like you could just say, like with my wife, I just be like, you know what? I just, change, I switch my tea times around.
1: The time you just say the time, and not, I just get, she would, not she's not gonna going know to know what
0: court, like you know.
1: Well, that's a separate. Yeah, this, this seems like it seems like a similar your... situation
0: where, like, okay, you know, my wife's never going to ask me like, what do you think of the course? You know?
1: Yeah, totally. I'm I I, I I'm speaking from my own situation. My wife would be totally good with this. If I said, oh, this is really thoughtful and I appreciate the time and you planning it, can I switch it to this one? I, and I, she would be completely happy with that. Uh, I think hopefully this is a much easier one to approach than asking to go play somewhere you really want to that conflicts with something your wife wants. But uh, I would go for it. I think you're totally fine.
0: All right. That. On to the next one. Yep. Law school Lenny. 25-year-old male, read this. no kids, not interested in fighting. Okay. All right. I mean, at 25, he might be one of the few that... I, I'm looking forward to the person that
1: is interested in fighting. We've got a couple of emails who said they, they were. <laughs> I'll have to dig them out. <laughs> I mean, I don't think he should be claimed interested in fighting at this point, but whatever. Okay. 25,
0: Twenty-five, you still might be, you know?
1: Yeah, I, well, whether you're interested or not, you just may find it yeah. you know, at that point, more often than not. Go ahead.
0: I don't know if Lenny's going to be, based off this. I've started my first okay. semester of law school this week. I'm a little older than some of my new classmates oh. who came straight from undergrad, and some of who are part of a 3-plus-3 program. Not even 21 yet. That's wild. Um, at orientation... A few of them mentioned how they like to play golf, and so I agreed to play with them over the weekend. One guy brought a bottle of bourbon at to an 8-10 tea time and had three whiskey cokes <laughs> by 06. The other three guys... eight ten. 10 The other three guys each finished a six-pack of beer before the turn. How do I tell them that I never want to play golf with them again? Keep in mind, I have to be in the same classes with them until May... I am, by well, no means a, I, think- I am by no means a good player. I'm a 10 handicap that tried to get to single digits this year and become a 13 at, and became a 13 after lessons. But I stopped drinking a year ago and I'm <laughs> trying to get better, not blasted on the course.
1: Thanks. A burly law boy. Burly law. Lenny the law man. Um Well, I would just interject that you might not have to tell them you don't want to play with them anymore because they might not be long for law school, given that they're drinking handles of bourbon at 8 a.m. You know, I don't know if they'll be around much longer. Maybe they make it through the first semester. I get that you got to let loose on the weekends. It's also early in the semester, but I don't know. They may not be long for for law school. Um, That's ridiculous. I think you just say it's not my scene, man. I'm I'm older. I got other stuff to do. I can't. It's easy to get out of golf, isn't it? Well, I mean, you, unless you see them every day.
0: I guess you could still if you like hanging out with I guess you don't you didn't like hanging out of them, with them personally. I would say if you don't like them, don't play with them. If you like them, you can still play with them. They can drink and you don't have to drink. Unless they're obnoxious. Like, yeah. I don't have a lot of details here. Like, were they annoying? You know, there's nothing about right. them outside of their drinking. Like, somebody could drink a lot and be an enjoyable person to play golf with, right? Right. You know? Right. And if you're uh, not drinking, if you, you know, if you're into, if you want to go drink, you could drink with them. I, I guess, like, that's what I would say, is maybe this was just the one-time thing. You know, the other, you, I I don't know. That's I wouldn't rule them out. I just I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't X X them off the list unless they were like extremely unpleasant to play with. But I could also understand if Uh, you just don't want to be around drinking at all.
1: Just get them out. I would I would move off it if that's their approach to golf is slamming bourbon at an 8, 8, 10, time. I just I just I don't think they you've got a different approach at that point. Uh, I'm fine with drinking on the course, but that's a lot. A lot early on. Um, While we're on the subject of fighting, I guess I'll I'll swerve into one I hadn't planned for today. Uh, The subject line is rumble on the Potomac. Um, This is probably by your, your neck of the woods. It is. Fellas, I don't have a long or illustrious fighting career. But your recent golf advice segments remind me of a one true on course Haha! Some background I recently relocated out of the D.C. area. Spent 15 years there. All right. I don't need to do too much of the background. So this is uh, East Potomac. Uh, shout out to National Link's Golf Trust. Uh, National Link's Trust. Not necessarily a, a rumble zone, I don't think, anymore since they have took over, I hope. During an early Friday morning round years ago, my buddy and I both pushed our tee shots right off the first tee near a small stand of trees that divide two fairways. While setting up for our next shots, I'm reading this because it's pretty amusing writing. I, I hope you're entertained. While setting up for our next shots, a ball comes screaming between the two of us at knee height. No fork called, no heads up. We watch the ball continue past us miraculously without hitting a tree and can't figure out how it possibly came from that direction. Parentheses: there is no one on the tee behind us. We move on and get back to our shots. Seconds later, another ball comes flying our direction. This one chest high. Again, no forecaller warning. My buddy walks over to the second ball that landed 15 yards away and proceeds to jump up and double foot stomp the ball into the ground as an FU to the guilty party. We return to our balls and prepare to play our second shots. As I'm standing over my ball, a cart, this is some good writing, a cart comes flying over to us and a meatball of a man rolls out looking like he's about to combust. This gentleman is probably in his 50s, has the skin of a catcher's mitt, and is clearly looking for some action. <laughs> he is also a maximum of 5'6", uh, for reference, the, this writer is 6'3", and his friend is 6'5". <laughs> oh, he must have seen the stomp. The first <laughs> words, this meatball of a man, I remember saying, were barking as he runs over to his on his stubby little legs, saying, <laughs> oh, you're messing with the wrong one. I just lost my job today. Oh. That's tough circumstance. You know you're in for some business as he's approaching. This explains his temper, but it doesn't explain why he's on the golf course and not on a deed.com. Alright, that's a cheap shot. If you lost your job, you're, you're allowed to go out and just blow off some steam, I would say. He squares up to my friend who stomped the ball and begins lunging at him while shouting expletives. A friend of the little man's runs over and begins to try to grapple with me before seeing the height disparity Wanted want to de-escalate the situation. I wouldn't say height is a Indicator of whether you can fight. I just want to put that out there. the the the, the low man often wins. And I would say the best fighters are, are. I would not say you're you're at a disadvantage. I'll just I just want to say that. After some grappling and some comically off target punches, the little man eventually tires out and backs away, while still using every curse word in the book, and picks up his ball and leaves. We shouted, "Good luck with the job search," as his cart pulled away in a cloud of dust. That's, that's a good parting shot. That's a good parting shot. Uh, as for the advice, was my friend in the wrong for stomping the ball? Should we have not engaged when he approached? It sounds like he didn't have a choice whether to engage or not. Um, he was at. Yeah. Should we have given him our business cards and offered to help him network? Um, so the big question here is, do you just stomp, stomp the ball or not? And my other insight would be like, when are these Golf courses fights ever being consummated, to any real violence. Like it's the guy gets tired and he backs off, and that's all that <laughs> happens. Like nothing, no one's ever getting an ambulance off. Just think about that. Like, like how stupid you're gonna look as you saunter back to your cart or your trolley or whatever it may be. Just these cart these fights gotta stop. So, what do you make of the stomping the ball into the turf? Where are you at on that one? I mean irrational.
0: Yeah, sure, but you do irrational things, and at the end of the day, why does it matter to this guy? Why does it matter? Like, if I accidentally run over somebody's ball in a cart, like, you know what they do? They go, they just pull it out of the hole. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Like stopping on right. a ball on the grand scale of like, of, of, you know, um, things Getting you can back do, at somebody. To, it's like the lowest, yeah. Yeah. it's like the lowest thing. It's not like you hit the ball back at them. It's not like you, right. it's just a, you know, Oh, that's a tough lie. You shouldn't have hit into me.
1: Right. Right. I think you're okay to jump on the ball. Right. I think that's the primary question here. Is what is like, at what point, like we get so many emails about being hit into and, and stuff like that, you know, and near fights and things like that. This was more than a near fight.
0: Do you think they should have given them the, do you, you think they
1: should have given them the, the, um, the, uh, the business card to network? Yeah. I mean, as a sort of, I mean, a ton in cheek kind of shot, like they said, good luck with the job search. I mean, uh, I, no, I don't think they should have done that. I think I wouldn't encourage you to stomp on people's balls, but I'm not saying it's it, you were completely out of line doing it. That's where I land on this one. You have anything else you want to do? I mean, I've got a million others earmarked, but should we push those off to next Friday? Yeah. At this point, now it, <laughs> unless you got one you really want to get in. Yeah, I'm just trying to decide if I'm going
0: to root for Shank or, or one of the four guys that called out. This, uh, where are we at right thing. now?
1: I, I know Scotty. Had fallen off. Scotty's right? back to nine. He's he one, back, on. one back.
0: One back now.
1: He's got a par five to finish. Victor right?
0: Victor's at Listen. 10, too. I'm, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. But I would be worried if I were FedEx, and I'd be worried about Adam Shank. That's the one thing I'd be worried.
1: I mean, Colin Morikawa hasn't won in two years. He's just going to win the FedEx Cup. Be interesting. Is that reflective of the season? Is well, that, he's had a good ball striking year.
0: More reflective of the playoffs, of a playoff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Enjoy your Fridays. We'll be back Monday to talk. I don't know Tour Championship, some Ryder Cup picks potentially coming on Tuesday. And Adam Shank, hopefully Adam the Shank. change agent, root, root for old Adam Shank. Yeah, the change agent. All right, we'll talk to you then. <laughs>